bro, my Dubsado account says that I'm making money, so I don't care like what you think. Hey everyone, I'm Emily Reagan, and you've discovered Unicorns Unite. This is a podcast for freelancers, service providers, virtual assistants, and curious listeners who would like to experience the freedom and flexibility of working virtually. We're the magic makers, movers and shakers, and the real people doing the work behind the scenes of online businesses. Welcome to Unicorns Unite. Why, hello everyone, it's Emily Reagan here. Today I have a fun interview I did with Samantha Siemens over on my Facebook Live show a little while back. And I'm bringing this interview to you because I think it has so much value for anyone who is starting off here in the freelancer space. Samantha was just a VA for a while, and now she has a social media agency, a team working with her, a small team, but she is also managing the Facebook ads, Instagram ads, and paid traffic. She has the firsthand experience of being a unicorn VA, and she can tell you what worked for her and why she transitioned into ads management. I am so excited for you to listen to this chat. You're going to gain so much industry insight, and you will skip ahead. I think there is a lot to say with moms like Samantha and I who managed to find a way to make it work and have a successful business. And Samantha is just amazing. Go follow her on social. Check out her links below and let's get to the interview. Hey, everyone. Welcome to today's Lunch and Learn. I am your unofficial anti-podcast host, Emily Reagan. And today I have my friend, Samantha, here, who's going to share her story about how she started working virtually. So first of all, how do I say your last name? Oh, God, just don't. Um, (laughs) It it is Siemens. Okay. I was saying it right. I just want to make sure. So that's it. I, uh, yeah, I married into that. I always, whenever I was typing our promo stuff, I would always switch the vowels. It was so stupid, but my fingers just wanted to keep calling you some, like, because it's Samantha. Yeah, yeah. Really why. So anyway, all right, welcome to the group. I am absolutely thrilled you're here because I was saying you're my doppelganger in the career field. We both have four kids. We both work online and we met in October in San Diego. So please tell everyone a little bit about you. Yeah, so I am a wife, a mama for... I started this business after I had my fourth child. He um, had some like health complications. And so I just realized that there's no way I could go back to work. Um, My previous life (laughs) is what I say. Um, I worked in the medical field for like 10 years. And so I, um, I loved it. Honestly, it's one of those weird things where I joke with my husband, like I was a lifer, like I was going to do that till I die basically. And then kids change things. And so I had my fourth and we, uh, like, yeah, we dealt with some things. And so on maternity leave, it was literally like, I extended it like six more weeks and was like, I can't go back. (laughs) Like something just clicked. I couldn't go back. I had to be home. Something needed to be done. And so I did something, (laughs) a big something. (laughs) So what was that thing? And like, how did you fall into this? Yeah, it was honest. It's so weird. It was just really honestly like a Googling. Like I had no idea, like to preface, I had no idea this world existed. Like, let's be honest. I've shopped online. I'm Amazon pro. I'm good. 
But like <laughs> the back end of all of that was um, I was Googling like things to do from home, work from home jobs. Eventually, I'm pretty sure I found like the keyword virtual assistant. I was like, I can do this. Like I've done it for a really long time. And so basically, yeah, I came across um, like some training and started the training and like how to get your stuff in a row. And I like went all in. I spent several late nights and just did it. I um, eventually like stayed the night just by myself, which is, you know, you don't do that. Well, and the baby and like, just got my contract, like everything I did it all. And like launched and then put it on Facebook and made it like real life. <laughs> wow. Okay. So a couple things you did this with a newborn. Yes. And, your child. Mm-hmm. and your son had some health issues. So anyone out there with experience, like we don't want to hear it. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. If there's a will, there's a way. And I, there was a will. Like I, the other option just wasn't an option for me anymore. And yeah. So what made you go all in right then and there? Were you trying to have a plan when maternity leave was up? Yeah. So that was kind of my timer is because I could have gone back to the hospital. And um, at the time, my job in the hospital was like super secure, but we were going from working eights to working twelves. And like, y'all know, I live in California. So like everything is expensive, but babysitting, I love my babysitter. She's the best thing. Well, actually I didn't have her then. I didn't have any childcare then, Um, but it's expensive. And then 12 hours a day, like that's, it's ridiculous. So I worked a lot of nights. I worked a lot of like PM shifts and a lot of just weird hours. So my, I was not like my prime health. I wasn't taking care of myself. Um. Yeah. So I just, I made myself do it like before you need to figure it out, Sam, by the time your maternity leaves up. And that's amazing. Mm-hmm. And to clarify, you took a course. We don't need to plug that course, but no. <laughs> I just want to clarify. She took a course in virtual to get there. So what, what was your number one takeaway from your course? Yeah. So the reason I took the course is, um, So both things. So even I think Rachel Hollis said this at the conference, like you could find everything online and it is so true. Like you could find whatever you wanted online, but I knew what I wanted, how I wanted it. And I knew that I needed to start making money right away. Like it just was the bottom line. I had to do it. And I knew that of course, any like would provide me all the information I need to know to get my business up and running. And Honestly, we weren't in a good financial state like that where I could just like pay whatever amount for that. Um, so I put it, I don't recommend this unless you could, but I did it. So I put it on a credit card. Like we had a credit card that was sitting there. Don't tell Dave Ramsey, but I put it on a credit card. And then, um, but I paid off that credit because it was like a good chunk of money for me. It felt like, and then I, um, I paid it off within like a month or two because I signed a client right away. Oh my so God. It was it was worth it. How much was that course? I got to ask at the time. I don't even know. I should have looked before. Um, I don't even know. And to be a hundred percent honest, um, I didn't even completely finish the course because I hear that (laughs) because I just did it. Like I got all I needed to know. And then I went for it and did my business. So I want to say it was like two grand, one grand. I don't know. I remember taking one of my first courses in it being like two ninety seven, and thinking like, "Oh my god, this is a lot of money." And yeah, it's a lot of money. I mean, but it it when you have skin in the game, you complete it. Like Amy, yeah, Ford, of course, like yeah. it, it's done. <laughs> yeah, but 
awesome. Wow. And did you tell your husband that you were like, did you talk about that with your husband? Yeah. And yeah. And he's totally, he's like amazing. He's supportive, but he's also like a cheerleader. Um, he's like, you go do it. You do whatever you need to do. Like you're awesome. We talked financially, like I need to bring in this income to like replace this, you know? So, but we did that, all of that. And he's still like a big cheerleader. He doesn't really get it right. Like he's not in it. He works in commercial real estate. Like he doesn't get it, but he's for me and he's cheering me. Of course, now he's really cheering me on, but he, yeah, he just didn't get it. So it's really cool to like go through that with him too. Like, Oh, did you know that in San Diego, I met someone that made six figures making dog treats. You guys. What about the girl who made $50,000 with teaching a course on candy apples? I mean, I like, I'm so passionate about this, whoever you are, whatever your stage of life is like, we all have things that we're good at, even if you don't think you do, you're good at, or that you're passionate about. Like, so I realized that I did a lot of VA stuff for my church. I'm actually in the church office. This is not me. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it's driving me crazy. But, um, so I, uh, had done virtual assisting tasks for a really long time and even medical or church or profit, nonprofit. I work for like long time in social media for these people. I didn't know that you could get paid to do it without being an employee. So yes. it's so weird. So whatever you're passionate about, whatever you're good at, if you're not good at something and you're passionate about it, then take a course to do it. But you could literally do whatever you wanted and make an income. Like I completely believe that now. That is so amazing. And I think your husband is probably on board because he saw that you were taking it seriously and it wasn't just a hobby. I think that sometimes I come across some, you know, students who they have to convince the husband because even my husband doesn't even know really what I do. My mom tells people I build websites and I'm like, no mom. Yeah, that, that is amazing. So walk me through. Okay. I have a couple questions. This is, yeah, go for it. Love your story. So first, how did you get your first client? And then walk me through us like getting more clients and what happened with your business after that. Yeah. So when I started, we did the course, took all I could. And then I, um, so I'm not a big believer that you have to have like a full blown website when you first start. Right. So I did a free Facebook page and I made sure it was super optimized and ready to go. I I think I did sign up for like my email to make it professional, but like that was it. And then I announced it on the page. And then I announced it on my personal profile and I got interest. I got a lot of like, good for you. And obviously like Facebook likes when people talk to you. So, and then I'm, I'm pretty sure I did like an email blast to like people I knew that owned a business or that were in whatever. So that was the first thing I did. And then later when I got a little bit more confidence, I, Oh, I met people and I love my community. I'm huge on local business. It's one, it's like one of the niches I serve. And so I knew people from like church and business and friends. And so that was really cool. But my first client was actually from my Facebook post and it's a free post, right? You don't have to pay. And she was actually someone I worked with through the non, I work for young life, like a nonprofit in, in real life. And so I, uh, she was like someone who I had worked with helping set up events and stuff. And she's an insurance agent and she needed help. And so she hired me to do VA. So, and I still have her today. <laughs> so oh, Awesome. Yeah. We really good clients. It's hard. You don't want to let them go. Yeah. Yeah. It's so rewarding. So that, that is just amazing because you, you've just said what I tell my girls all the time, talk to your inner circle, 
go for the local businesses. When you just start talking social media, I mean, you know what? I was at the um, the giant supermarket the other weekend, last weekend. I just ran in there and I ran into my local realtor. And after the interview from two weeks ago, he's, he wants to hire me for social media. Mm. I'm dying. And that was just like, because he knew. So anyway, that's awesome. So how many, like, how did you scale that? Like how did the clients just start coming in? Uh, sort of. Yeah. So I, um, I did that. And then, so of course, like once I had her, I used her, I like had her for a little while, not made her, give me a testimony. Um, before that though, I did set up like a portfolio. I had things that I had just done. I designed things like as if they were real posts or emails or whatever and did that. Um, and then I had like character testimonies. So I would have like my employers in real life or like people that knew how I worked, give me references. Like, okay, I've never done work for some of, some of them I had, but, but they could still say that I'm honest and hardworking and all of these, you know, qualities about you. Right. So, um, that helped a lot. And then, yeah. And then I networked, I started networking pretty soon thereafter. I did things. I love Facebook groups. Um, and so I announced myself in Facebook groups and I like you, you hustle, like every job op, every, I was looking for stuff every day. Um, in real life, I was meeting people and, just my mindset had completely changed to where, um, like I'm still a mom, still alive, still doing all these things. But now like it was at the forefront of my my mind, like, Hey, I see, like I've stalked you before I came here and your social media sucks. Like, (laughs) or (laughs) uh, I'm just kidding. I never said that, but yeah, (laughs) but I would like intentionally, um, like be intentional with my connections in that way. And like, and so even, uh, friends now, like we have, I, I live in a really good community is cheating. And I know that we don't all live in communities like that, but even if I didn't, I still would have put myself out there and I still would, um, go meet people, but we have a few networking groups here and, um, some of them's like the BNI or DNI, like the paid groups, we have a chamber. Um, but we have a really good, like local business community that I had already known friends from. And so I just built more relationships with people. I'm super relational. I love people, not with the intent that you're going to be my client, because honestly, that group of people, I haven't, I've been able to serve a few, like three to five, but like, I haven't served all these people that I met through networking. If anything, they've referred me to their friends. So like connections, people, that's all huge to me. Um, I ended up starting a networking group, um, because it just, I couldn't find one that served my needs and I just called it, it's super, it's not even like, I don't know, a big deal. Like it's called business besties. Um, we go and I just miss that community, like connection with like business friends. Like I said, my husband's great. My girlfriends are great. They just didn't get it. And when I hit like, Oh, I got another client. Like there was no one to celebrate that with. So I created it, but oh, that's that. Yeah, it's really fun. And, um, but like just being intentional with my time and relationships. Yeah. You sound, you're like, we're like twins here. I, <laughs> I saw you look like sisters. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> aren't we like, I'm going to like totally get off subject. Aren't, aren't you a natural redhead? I am. Mm-hmm. And this I, is really blonde for me. Yeah. Too. <laughs> <laughs> as red as you, but let's pretend I like to. Pretend. Yeah. And you see my babies, my ba- two of my babies are straight ginger. Like, yeah, I only have one ginger, but that <laughs> is enough. <laughs> see, my three-year-old ginger. <laughs> I would love to 
do that in my own community, meet up with people and get that face to face and talk business. Like I love that. And at yeah. home, it can be, be kind of hard at home because I'm by myself all day. Like you it's might so be having a conversation. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> Unless I talk with a client or sometimes, you know, I kind of joke around with some clients and stuff. So uh, I love that idea. I would love to do that in person. Yeah. And even if you don't, like, I know some people might live in like the middle of nowhere. And so if you don't have a network, I would still recommend like face-to-face, but create that online, like join a community that has like amazing people in it and build those relationships online. Cause it's huge. It's lonely. (laughs) So I kind of have done that with some of my course graduates who are serious about their business. We have a digital media work group and there's about 19 of us in there right now. And it's amazing because we can commiserate and complain and share our wins and ask questions and we all get it or just nerd out on something, you know, like that's fun. And my husband's like, that's great, honey. You know, he doesn't get it. So (laughs) I like that. Yeah. It's definitely interesting with the spouses. Like, um, I tell him, like, I talk about some of these people so often that he's like, you've never met, like I met Jen or like, he's like, you've never met any of these people. And I'm like, I mean, I see him a lot. (laughs) We're virtual best friend. <laughs> virtual. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. My husband's like that too. He's like, now which one is Wendy? I'm like, she's the Canadian. <laughs> no, she's in retail. And I have to like describe yeah. the words to jog his memory. But anyway, kind of funny. Okay. Yeah. So you started off kind of doing all of the things. Can I ask mm-hmm. what was your background in the hospital? Were you a nurse? Uh, no, I, no, I did. When I was little, <laughs> I um, went through nursing school and got pregnant and had, well, complications with that pregnancy too. But so I dropped out of nursing school, but I okay. worked in, um, I was, I started as like a medical assistant when I was 17, 18. And okay. then I grew from like medical assistant to unit secretary. So all, doing all the things. Um, and then went from like a tech, like uh, ER tech, blood, all of that. So, um, and I worked in the ER and ICU and cardiac ICU. And I, I loved it. It's the weirdest thing because I, loved the adrenaline. I loved all of everything, but, um, I also use those skills like being a unit clerk or like I can multitask like nobody's business because I constantly had doctors coming at me or, you know, things like that, where you just take those skills from life and apply it for this. So I did all the things. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That's awesome. And so you started out being the unicorn to all the clients. Now tell me a little bit, like, did you max out? Like, when did you max out on clients or like, what was that? Uh, Yes, I was a little different in that the people that I followed at the time, they were telling me to build an agency and I definitely could have and scaled it, I'm sure pretty fast, but um, I have a lot of people to manage at home. Like, you know, four kids is a lot. And so I think I maxed out my like mental capacity sooner than my client load. So there was a point pretty off like a few months, maybe seven, six, seven months in that I was like, I don't want to do this anymore. And the beautiful thing about the internet and the online space is like, I didn't have to, I could pivot. And so I pulled a Ross and I pivoted. And um, (laughs) so I stopped doing necessarily all the things though. My insurance client, (laughs) I still do a lot of things for So I went from like, you know, admin tasks, website building, all of the things, thank you cards, all of these things. So I was like, I love social media. It's what I've done for a long time. And I'm, yeah. And so you know, social media is a beast in itself to keep up with and stuff. So I felt like I couldn't do my best at all these things. So I pivoted 
for my one year anniversary and uh, just completely rebranded even I just added like social to my name and um, just focus on social media and then the paid ads. And it's been great. Is life easier now that you have niche down? Yes, I went. So when you first start, sometimes you hear it a lot, um, like niche down, niche down, and it can be overwhelming, right? And so I sort of ignored it for a little while and was like, I just need clients. I just need income. But once I niched down, so this is me being that person that told me, you know, way back when, but like niches are in the riches, baby. Like it was so, now people know me as social media and ads. And so I get referred more and it's just an interesting like combination. And that's the one thing too. So like if you're coming as a unicorn VA or you are wanting to be a unicorn VA, like follow Emily and then follow like one or two like industry leaders and then like put those freaking blinders on. Like everyone is giving so many, so much information out there that like, Lord have mercy. It is just super overwhelming. So that's one thing I did where I just super focused, like clients, marketing myself, don't go down the bunny trail of following every famous person on demand and they're buying their courses. Right. Um, expensive. And a few courses that I have bought have worked out like the virtual assistant course, obviously, like I paid that back and that worked out. I took um, like Rick Mulready is one of my mentors in Brandy. And so his course, it was freaking my mortgage, but, um, but it was worth it. And I made it back and I invested, but I also had a lot of blinders on before then, if that makes sense. I'm really glad you mentioned Rick's course. Rick is for anyone who is new is the go-to, I think, He's the guy I follow for Facebook ads. Like I listen to his podcast. It's how I've kind of um, gotten my hands better with Facebook ads. He would be, and I tell my girls this, like after you get, take my course or something very similar, go to something like that. Like take, go to the deep dive, but you do kind of need to know this like background of what owners are trying to do, understanding the pixel and the you know, the um, sales funnels and the email list building. And then Rick can teach you the finer points of Facebook ads. Now tell me this. Had you done any ads before Rick's course? No, I did not. Um, because I was a chicken, honestly. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, the thought of, I mean, well, I like, I did the no, no. And like I boosted posted. Don't do that uh, for like my church and stuff. But no, I did not. I like dove because I knew I wanted to scale my social media side because like, you can't handle 35 million clients. So, and that's how I did it. And so, yeah, I took his course. I invested. Um, he doesn't do the course anymore. Like he doesn't do the um, ads manager course. So my uh, mentor, like Brandy uh, Mal, she does now like a, a course just for ads managers. And so it's great, but that, so for me, that was like the natural progression, like social media. I love social media ads. I love ads. It's so great. But like, if you're creative, then like web design or graphic design or email building, or like there's so literally you can do anything. Or if you're product-based, like you can do Mm -hmm. anything and you can still like scale doing things, you know, like executive assisting and things like that. It just wasn't where my passion was at. And so I was like, I wasn't. Yeah. So I teach to kind of go to the online business manager route, like the integrator Mm -hmm. route. They have Mm -hmm. really good analytical brains for that. And I'm like, okay, get this experience and then move that way. And a lot of other people I say, go to Facebook ads. And will you confirm this for me? Because I think in my version, 
in my head, that's where you can charge more. Is that? Yes. So I feel like that's like, uh, for me, it made sense, right? Like my analytical creative brain, Facebook ads, you charge more and it's a necessary service. So like, if you're looking to niche down, I feel like the first, well, for me, the first phase was to niche down something I loved. And then for me, the second phase was niching down to like a higher end service. And nowadays, like that can be a lot of different things. I feel like a lot of people say like Facebook ads is, and it's hard, but it's so good and you can do it. And there's courses where you can learn it if you love it. If you don't love it, I feel like you'll hate it. Honestly, like it's just one or the other. It's hot or cold. But then like, so say you're super, I don't know, like you love designing and you can do, so you can do like just website design. Then your, your higher offer would be like website templates or selling like something higher end. So like whatever you do, there's definitely higher end versions or just niching down specifically. I have a friend, like one of my best friends in the online world, she, um, we do Facebook ads. She does just Facebook ads for health and wellness. Like that is it. And so even there, you niche down and charge a pretty penny. Yeah. And so <laughs> the Facebook ads is especially, I've come across some ad managers who do not help with design, who don't yeah. really help with the copy. But if I tell my girls, if you can bring in that copywriting element, the design element, and then the like analytical math nerd, <laughs> you know, yeah. um, we'll be a force to reckon with. And I know some ad managers who charge like $2,000 a month. Yeah. That's crazy. Man, yeah. We're talking high level in here, but Mm -hmm. I just think that's cool. I think it's scary to be managing somebody's money. And I tell you, I have been the person that I dive in and do it without the course. (laughs) That's me. So I have done it. And so I was laughing when you said you were a chicken. And I'm like, oh gosh, Um, I've just learned a lot on the way. And yeah, but I don't want to do it for 20 five clients. Like I am the girl, like I don't want to niche down. So I'm kind of having fun playing with everything. I don't know if it's yeah. like PhD military child brain, but, um, so I get to do it for some clients, but I'm getting so many people who come to me for ads and I do give them your name, by the way, I have another girl who is in my course who took the course, who has some ads experience and mm-hmm. I need to send her some too, but yeah, it, it is such in demand right now. Like in yeah. all the groups, all the online entrepreneurs, they need help with ads. So yeah. And it's uh, not going away. Like online, oh, it's just going to continue to build and selling your services. It's just going to, and like, I just do Facebook and Instagram ads, but like Google ads, mm-hmm. like that's a huge thing. Google's not going away anytime soon. Yeah. Like, so those, yeah, it's huge. I get a lot of people wanting the Pinterest promoted pins as mm-hmm. well. And now that you yep. can, target by zip code. That's um, amazing. That is genius. Yeah. So, okay. For my own sake, what is your like best Facebook ads tip? Oh man. Um, <laughs> really hard question, but I, know. I would say, um, my best Facebook ads tip is to really, okay. So like my first Facebook ads tip is to be honest. So like wherever you are in your journey, I have come across a lot of people and a lot of clients that have had these experiences that like, so you're dealing with people's money and that's a hard thing anyways. But then when you're putting out like, I'm this, this, and this, and you're not, it makes us all look bad. So like, just be honest, be transparent. If you're new, you know what? I had a lot of like people and even like some good, good people like take a chance on me when I was new. And I was honest with them and made connection with them. 
So I told them like, I've only got this result or, you know, whatever. Um, so be honest would be my first one. The second one would be to, um, so it's all like, it's tar- make sure your audience is super targeted. Make sure you understand who you are serving and what their voice sounds like, what, you know, all of that. Yeah. And then the one thing that I like my clients love is that so back in the day, which wasn't that long ago, you would pay to have your ad in a newspaper or like print material. Right. And so in my community, people still do that, but you would pay $500 and you would just hope the best. Like you would really hope that, um, that someone would use your gift certificate or whatever. Right. And so the thing that I love telling clients is like, that's not how it works. I'm all inclusive with my packaging and that I do the graphics and the copy and the management. Mm -hmm. And so partially because I've worked with a copywriter previously and that didn't go well, (laughs) so I'm just a control freak, but, um, but I tell them like, if this isn't working, we'll turn it off. Like after, you know, a good amount of time and things like that, like we'll turn it off and we'll retarget this way. Or if this is working, then we'll put more money toward, you know, like, so be honest and transparent, like during the process too, for the most part, a lot of my clients don't care. They don't need to know like detailed strategy, but like high end, I tell them like, this is what I'm doing because you're paying me a lot of money. So like, let me just fill you in. I'm going to turn this ad off because this one's running well. They love it. That's great. Like you're in charge of it, you know? Um, yeah, I, those are like my best. Oh, really good <laughs> so I've worked on teams and large teams that have hired very expensive Facebook ads managers. And I have wow. seen it go sideways and sour because of lack of communication, expectation. Um, again, that maybe the ads manager can't do design or isn't like coming up with suggestions. Yeah. And, and I think that having a, an ads manager who does all of that, like he'll blow the competition out of the water. So yeah. I just think it's a good field to get into. I, yeah, it's great. If you love it, it's great. There's things too, where like I, so I don't do Pinterest. And so I've like have people, I have a handful of people that I'm like, here, I don't do Pinterest, but here's this or Google or LinkedIn or whatever. There's ads that we don't do. Right. And there's even um, niches that I don't do. Like I don't do some niches. And so um, I think having relationships with like what you don't do. Uh, I don't do e-commerce yet. It's like a beast. Yeah. And so I would love like to take a course eventually, of course, but it's just so, I don't do it. Yeah. (laughs) Do you do it? No. Well, I mean, I have some clients that I'll help more with the content creation, but not ads. Yeah. Yeah. Ads for e-commerce are hard and they're expensive and it takes a lot of money to get like results for them. So I just don't do it. But, um, So like that, but having a handful of people that you know and trust and that you've seen their work, whether you've experienced it for yourself, but like you trust them because I've also had that happen to the opposite, but everyone's not going to be our ideal clients, but you have these people that you can pass off. Like even so not necessarily an ad, like a copywriter. If I had someone that was an ads copywriter, not like an email sequence copywriter, because ads are different. Like they knew what they were doing and they were taught well, I would, they would be my best friend, like honestly, or someone that was like a gorgeous graphic to, well, I like graphics, but whatever, you know, like to partner with, like I would seriously, yes, you're hired. Especially somebody who just, I don't know, who just really gets it. Like I'll see designers, mm-hmm. they, have, they don't really know how to design for Facebook ads. And I'm not just talking about no. the 20% text, you know, rule. I'm yeah. Just, 
so they stand out and they stop the scroll. Like, I don't know about you, but I am such an ad snob right now. Like I go through and I screenshot the really crappy ones and I'm always screenshotting the good ones and I'm over analyzing it. Uh, I guess yeah. I'm like, I'm like, that sucks. I'm going to show all my girls. <laughs> but um, And then the like looking in the library, the ads library for Facebook, way too much time. Like I have a Pinterest board full of like ads I love. The hard part is too, is you don't know how they're like, obviously these famous people, but like for other people, you don't know how well they're actually doing. Like, I wish I could be like, can you show me your analytics for this ad? <laughs> but no, I mean, frequency has got to be like 100. I have seen this way too many times. Yes. Which then I'm like, can I message you? You're like, you need to change your targeting. Who's <laughs> <laughs> your ads manager? But if you can do that in a nice way. Yeah. You have experience and some credibility. Like that can get you work, but it has to be done just right. But that's right. <laughs> I've done that with friends. Like I had a friend hire like a, like my prices are kind of higher for social media now. And so um, I had her hire someone else, which is totally fine. But then she like, uh, Facebook was, po- she was posting hashtags on Facebook. So I was just like, Hey, I love you so much. Just to let you know, like tell your person, like no hashtags on Facebook. It just doesn't look professional. Like, and she, yeah. she took it great. Basically. <laughs> I have been, that, I've done that. I've done that Instagram to Facebook posts, like just mm-hmm. to keep things here in there. Yeah. Like, dang it. Those hashtags went over there and I'll just like later but um that yeah. is you can delete them really fast <laughs> I, I do that all the time though I'm like hey just so you know I don't know I like can't help but give unsolicited <laughs> advice so so do you have people working for you right now so I don't yet yeah I don't yet that was something that I had to really like uh talk with my coach about but like figure out um because I hit a point where like I was maxed out on social media clients and then and mentally I was maxed out because social media it like ads are so good. And like, if you're doing social media, right, it's almost more work kind of, I don't know. Um, and so, yes. And so I, um, yeah, I haven't hired anyone officially. I've like referred out. I've had a girlfriend design certain things for me. Um, my next person that I'll probably find will be an engagement person because I just like, I have two clients that launch during Christmas. Don't do that. It's awful idea. Um, but they're growing really fast and um, one of them is easily going to be like a six figure business. Um, and so yeah, it's super exciting to be on the ground floor and I love them, but like, I just, they need more, like they need more engagement to grow faster. And so I want to be able to do that for them, but I personally can't spend 45 hours engaging with people. What would we call that position? Cause it's a whole like it's a thing. Um, I don't know. People do it. They hire someone to do the Instagram engagement, but there's got to be some sexy title we can come up with. Hey, this podcast is sponsored by my very own GIF and sticker making workshop. Turn your clients' videos into GIFs, design branded stickers for Instagram stories, and master the art of making your own GIF for promo emails. This is fun unicorn magic that we can do behind the scenes easily for our clients. The workshop is one hour, just $17.99. The link is in the show notes or go to emilyreganpr.com slash GIF workshop. That's G-I-F workshop. Back to the show. Yeah, it needs a sexy title because it is a sexy job. Like you essentially, I get asked this all the time. I don't know if you do too, but like, oh, you get paid to play online all day or you get paid to play on social media all day. 
I mean, I don't care what you pay me to do, but like, <laughs> I get that a lot. But so these like people, uh, women would li- like, I literally need, uh, because unfortunately in the Instagram world, especially we've seen, thank you, Jesus, it's changing, but like Instagram is moving to more authentic. Thank you, God. But like previously it's been like spam and there's tons of spam still in bots and, um, like stupid, like I report a lot of things, but <laughs> it was just more speed on me previously. And like big agencies or companies would use bots or AI or different techniques that just, I would never use for me or my clients, like unlike follow, whatever. So I'm trying to find, I think in my next hire is someone that I can trust that isn't $50 an hour. Like, I'm sorry. And then, um, that can engage like authentically, like, yeah, one of my clients is a homeschool CEO. So like, you would intentionally need to like target entrepreneurs that maybe want to homeschool or like not just send hearts on comments and, you know, Gosh, yeah. so. well, it's bad anyway, but we, we don't need to go into that. But you know what I can't stand on Instagram right now is the, the simple question bait, you know, where people are like, look at me, I'm engaging. And I'm like, that's not how it works. Like I didn't the time to answer that question, but if I can comment on an Instagram comment with a question that is yeah. super it's got to be like just right I'm like oh I nailed that like to get that person to respond mm-hmm. that takes brain power yeah. you don't just say like cool How funny, dude yeah <laughs> so pretty yeah. <laughs> thanks yes I like or even in the quizzes like so stories show up in stories right and so the polls or quizzes or any of that are like yeah. I can see all your bots I can and it's like People with thousands and thousands of followers, and I'm like, don't. I, that's not what I ask. <laughs> oh my! God. It drives me crazy. It's literally my biggest pet peeve. <laughs> I had a really big client, and we really debated because we wanted her to grow faster, and we're like, we just can't do it that way. It just—it's hard. You know, they have the bots that respond to certain hashtags and whatnot for people who don't understand what we're talking about, and uh, you get like something that's like two years old and someone will suddenly comment on it with some generic thing. And I, I to me, that's just icky. Yeah. It ruins the relationship, but I'm probably an overthinker and overanalyzer. <laughs> no, but okay. So that is also because like moving down the line. So I have had several clients where I've had to go in and delete followers and delete likes and delete things because they've done it the wrong way. So like, if you're doing it authentically, when we run your ads later, right. When you launch or whatever, you have a real authentic look like audience that I can then create a lookalike audience about. If you yep. have 30,000 fake followers, like I can't use that at all. And it's actually hurting you. Like, actually I had someone not that long ago be like, you don't actually have a lot of followers. And I was like, I don't really care, but sorry, you should care. <laughs> <laughs> you should care. I'm in the same boat. I did not promote myself uh, for mm-hmm. up until April of last year. And mm-hmm. I started the ground to Instagram. And I'm like, this hurts. It hurts. I'm so used to being clients accounts that have thousands of followers. And then I'm starting over with mine. I have like, (laughs) it's hard. And you know, I know it's not about numbers and vanity. And I just like put those blinders on, like you said, and I just said, like, just going to do my thing. And I'm going to write the things I like, I'm going to take fun pictures and I'm just not going to pay attention. And yeah, so I just hit 500. I was thrilled. See? That's huge. It's huge. I, it's this stupid thing. But I'm the same way. So someone like called, and it's the internet like trolls. Like I really, I'm not this sassy in real life, but sometimes on the internet, I'm a little sassy 
because they had messaged me and was like, how are you like charging this? Or how are you doing this? And your profile to, and mind you, I, I totally get like, I get that mindset too. But then like, if my doctor has never had a baby yet, he could deliver my children, you know, I don't know. But so I do it great for other people, but myself, I don't have time. So like, even if you look on my Instagram, it's been a minute since I posted, but I'm in stories every day. But anyway, so I just told that person, I was like, people like me, they trust me that I can run their stuff. And I had proven like statistics that she was like, I can't remember what she, she said something sassy. And I was like, bro, my Dubsado account says that I'm making money. So I don't care. Like what you think. <laughs> Oh my God. <laughs> Say that out loud. I totally think that though, when I see all these ads and I'm like, I don't know who you are to be teaching me Instagram. No, I don't want to take your course, but <laughs> yeah. with 200 followers. Yeah. yeah. I totally get it, but I'm not like trying to pretend like I'm something I'm not either. Like my business is about my client's business. So yeah, you so know, that's, that's what I do. Yeah. It's in my bank account. <laughs> it's good. We're good. Yeah. So, okay. I want to tell you that I started to scale and do the agency. And at one point, I think I had eight people working, eight women working for me, just part-time hours, like not a whole lot. And then my husband deployed for a year and I like topped out at capacity. So I did not enjoy that. And especially when it comes to managing client social media, like when they hire me, they want me. They don't want, want the person, I don't know. Like for some programs, yeah. it works. Like for you know emails and newsletters and blogging and Pinterest, it works. But I totally. just, I just couldn't keep that up. So we've kind of scaled back down, and I encourage some of those girls to go off on their own. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of how my crash course started: was me teaching the people on my own team, and then realizing like, hey, I just like would be stupid not to scale this because there's more yeah. people. I would love to hire more people, but I cannot do it. So now I'm just mm-hmm. like them, but um. Yes. Which is amazing because then they can do their own thing and be independent in that way. And that you would still give them the steps and tools and to do that. Like that's huge. And I've worked with other VAs who don't know SEO. And I'm like, how did you get hired? And then I'm teaching them like, this isn't right. And I, I love to help, but I'm like, I don't, I don't got time for this. <laughs> yeah. It's so, huge because there's so many, there's so much information. Like we have way too much information in the world. Right. But like, if I know, like, so if I know that like a person's gone through your course, I hire them because I know and like you and I trust you, you know what I mean? But like, there's even like big people that I'm like, I don't like the way that person works. And so if you learned from that person, like, I don't know, but yeah. teaching value, it's it's huge. And like, I'm totally down for like, someone gave me a chance. And so I would give like other people chances, you know, but like, at the same time, they have to put in work and know it. And that's why another reason I didn't do agency because I didn't want to like social media, there's tons of people teaching different things. And so I didn't really find a course just for social media that like I loved, like I will, I'm creating one for the spring that I could just like, same thing with you, like here, teach that like here, this is what's worked for me. So I didn't want to teach. I didn't have the time to teach all these people, like someone else, you know, like you did. Cause that's amazing. <laughs> but I was like, I don't know how to do this. I love that you're going to teach things your way. Cause obviously it's working and people need that. And then it's always changing. I see business coaches online teaching things that are like three years old now. And then another one's teaching a different thing. And it's, yeah. 
it's just hard to keep up with. So, okay. That brings me to a really good question. Like, so when you were ready to hire a lot of the girls in this group, some of them are my students watching, but some of them have zero experience. So what could they do to make themselves really stand out and make you want to hire them and take that chance? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, so let's see. So the first thing would be, um, honestly to just like be yourself. And wherever you are in your journey, whatever your background has been to get you to this point, um, to be honest with that and to be transparent with whoever's hiring you, but also be confident in that. Like there's, there's a difference between like, I've never done anything in my life. I don't know what I'm doing. Can you hire me? And like, Hey, I don't have any clients, but here's the deal. I would love to do this, this, and this for you. I know that I am this, this, and this, and I can do like, you know, like the confidence in that. Mm -hmm. Um, but then also be able to put in the work, like whether it's go through a training or work Mm -hmm. with me or I love just be able to put in the work, like online space, the like Sigma of it is that it's really easy. And there are things that are easy, but y'all, this is hard freaking work. Like don't get it twisted. You're still running a business. You're still owning a business. And like, because I'm so relational and my business is so relational, like it's important who I bring into my circle. And so you have to be like authentic and engaging and like that too, or else it's just not going to work. Don't use sleazy tactics. <laughs> don't. Yeah. Sleazy tactics. I don't know. That's what I, knew. Um, I don't, I don't know. Just, I know it when I see it. Let's see. What's a sleazy tactic? Um, okay. So don't like my profile and then message me selling me. That makes me delete you. Um, (laughs) but don't get me wrong. Like I'm all about like helping and I will answer questions, but I can't tell you how many times I've been like added on Instagram and then like, Hey girl, no, that we are not to the Hey girl phase. (laughs) (laughs) Calm down. Um, the first phase, second phase in social media. Like we, you should rename that to like Samantha's Hey girl. And the whole, Hey friends, like, nah, not friends. Nope. I'm acquaintances right now. We're like, I don't even know. We all come up with something funny. <laughs> yeah, seriously. I'm going to like, it needs to be a meme because it's so relatable. It happens way too often. Other spammy would be like, um, I also, this isn't spammy, but like, if you're wanting to be with me, work with me, whatever, like check out my profile, check out my website, know what I do. I had like tons of people be like, can you help me with this, this and this? Well, I don't do this. Or I, I don't know. Weird questions, but just be authentic. Be you. Yeah. yeah. What about advice for getting the client? Do you have anything like that? Girl, you hustle. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, network in person. We talked about that, but like in Facebook groups, um, they're just show up, you know, you don't have to like your posts don't have to be selling you don't have to uh, be promoting yourself, but you can sh- like whatever group X, Y, and Z group. And um, if there's a job op, obviously apply for it. Like search in the hash, like search in the thing job ops and just keep applying to all these things and your applying skills will get better and better. Right. But then um, show up in the groups. If someone's asking, like they're not hiring and they're asking, how do I fix a pixel on my website? I'm showing up like, here, let me help you with this. Not as like, buy my whatever, but let me provide value to you. Always lead with value. Always show up that way. Um, if people, and I've had several employers, employers, but people that I work with do this. Uh, and I've done this 
But like, so if I go into Gold Diggers group and I post a job op, I'm going to have like 500 people apply. Right. And so if I'm like, oh, I really like this chick. Um, let me search her name in the bar on the group. And I've had people tell me like, I've hired you because you've given out so much free advice or you are so personable or you are so relatable. Like you can be searched. So just know <laughs> that your answers and your value good and bad. Like if you're one of the people fighting in Facebook groups, you, you're not getting the job, but you know what I mean? Like provide tons of value. <laughs> I didn't even think about this. So last week I had Jennifer Kim in the group and we were talking about how she found me and it was purely exactly what you're talking about. He was asking questions. I just jumped in and was like, where are you stuck? I was, I'm not even trying to get clients. Like I'm way too full. I need to be saying no. And then this other girl, like jumped on her and tried to like sell her this whole package. And it was super, ugh, just, icky. yeah. And so I didn't think about when I was doing it, I really came authentically, like let's help. And it's kind of sad that sometimes we have to remind people that, but we, I just want to remind you to be helpful and it's okay. Like you don't, I don't know, like, I don't know what I'm trying to say there, but so and if you don't have a service like that though, so you could still be like, People will post in groups like, look at my website, give me advice, give them advice, look yeah. at, or I just hit 10K. Girl, congratulate them. Like we are not in yeah. competition. There is five bajillion people doing the same job and we all serve different audiences. Like there's plenty of work, fish, whatever in the sea. Yeah. And I always think like, you know, the door to door salesmen or certain groups of people that go door to door, like just like in real life, you don't, I'm not going to buy from someone that's harassing my, I mean, unless you're a Girl Scout, yes, please. But um, like those sort of (laughs) those instances, like it's just the same in real life as it is online. Like if you show up being spammy and sleazy, then you're like, I don't know, but you can provide value even if you're not like fully fledged in your business. You can congratulate people. You can build relationships, all the things. Yeah. You know, what's that fine line? Because I see it and where sometimes people are too oversharing to get attention. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It's not like oversharing. It's trying to pretend like they just need help. And you know, they just want people to find up. Oh, that drives me crazy. Yeah. It's like the clickbait. I hate it. I actually, when my insurance client was like, uh, she's like, take this marketing. Like I bought this marketing group and I was like, don't buy anything else, but, um, here go in it. And so I took like this thing. And so I had like a bonus course on like how to, I don't know. But it was basically like, oh, so still so mad about it. So don't ever do this, you guys. But it's basically their instructions were to go into it like a local group, post that you need like construction work, even though you don't, you're not doing anything that you need construction work or whatever your client is. And then all these people will do it, like respond back. And then you talk to them, engage with them and be like, oh, we changed our mind on construction. By the way, I sell insurance. Y'all, if you did that to me, I would report you so fast. Like, sorry. <laughs> But yes, don't clickbait. So if you have something exciting to share, then like share it, but don't post. And you can tell when someone's like, Hey, what's something you can outsource to a virtual assistant, right? That's something you would see. And you can genuinely post that. But then if I respond, Oh, I would, um, outsource my email marketing. Don't hit me up. Like, Oh, I'm so good with email marketing. Here's my pitch. Like just ask questions to ask questions, be genuine. Like, yeah, I don't know. But show up. That's how you get clients. <laughs> I love I think that was probably gonna be my biggest tip 
for me personally, because mm-hmm. you put it into such good words about being searchable in groups and just showing up and cheering people on and being active. And the people mm-hmm. who are applying for jobs might actually get that job because you, people are seeing your name, they're clicking on your profile and they want to know who you are. They're liking your mm-hmm. page where you work. So tell me one other thing. I know we're going so long here, but I'm having so much fun. Um, I hope you are. I hope all of you are. Um, if you are one of those people, like you were hungry for your first client. There's 500 other people applying because it's starting to get competitive. How do you stand out? Yeah. So the first, so hold on back to the groups thing, two things. One is it's also super overwhelming. So there's five bajillion groups because Facebook is encouraging people to make groups. So that is where like, you should know who your ideal client is in the sense that who do you want to work for? If you want to work for moms that own a business, then maybe you're in boss moms. But if you want to work for men who sell shoes, then find a guy who's, I don't know, sell shoes group, you know, and show up there. You don't have to do all the things in all the places, but pick like your top three or four. And then another thing with that is when you make connections, like I'll refer Emily because we know each other or because we built a connection, like even online, if we didn't meet each other, but like you build. So if you're encouraging, you're like the go girl cheerleader, people are going to like you more, right? They just like cheerleaders. And so then when you get, maybe you're like, you hit them in messenger, like authentically, like, congratulations. How's it going? If you build those relationships, chances are girlfriend's going to refer you to in the group, even if they haven't worked with you. So just building those connections. But, um, so your Facebook profile should be optimized, right? So like even your, you can't, most groups, you can't show up as like your business page. And so you want to make sure that your personal page is optimized and, uh, you can't share or you can't sell on your personal page, but you can like, so works at owns whatever your business is. Um, Underneath you have like the nine photos that save there. Like, so if we're on your profile photo underneath, it's about right. And you can link your business page there. I would also put like, I'm a wife, mom, social media, and Facebook ads marketer. Bam. As soon as you see my face, you know what I do. And then underneath that, they have like the grid photos where you can save certain photos. If you have a freebie, put it there or make a graphic that says like, do you need help with whatever you do? Like put that there. You can change your header. Like you can be super obvious. All my stuff like is branded <laughs> for my business. My personal people don't care, right? They already are on my profile. And so these other people, my header points to my business. I think it still does, but I'm also private on my personal page. So like, I don't, I don't let a lot of people on my personal page. I direct them to my business page. Um, so, and that's just because I have kids and see, but So then my business page, like there's lots of calls to action. There's ways for them to get in touch with me. I'm posting regularly, even if I'm not getting leads necessarily. Um, Like Facebook business pages are like a weird thing right now where I tell people just to make sure you're active and like aware of it. And then it's an online business card. So like make sure it's set up so they know what to do for you and how to get in contact with you. Does that help? I don't know if that was good. (laughs) That was really good. I think I feel like you should have a course in this. Oh, <laughs> I feel like I should just record this and stick it in my course. <laughs> I might make it an IGTV and I'm already like in my head, like I'm leading with that soundbite. <laughs> and, and then you say something else silly. I'm like, I'm leading with that one. So we'll, yeah, we'll do clips. <laughs> see what we come up with. Uh, so if you are one of those 500 people, okay, you're optimized. Like how do you stand out to an online business owner? Yeah. So, um, 
in the groups, I think you would stand out is how you stand out. So for the job ops, right, you have 500 people applying to my job op. Um, I am looking that you did. So 99% of the people are going to see my job op and say, Hey, contact me. Here's the deal. I posted a job op. And mm-hmm. so also I know post job ops and have them fill out like a Google form or something. Cause it is so much anyways, but they're just saying for the most part, like, here's my website. Like, seriously, people just post like, here's my website. Call me, contact me, me, (laughs) you come to me, girlfriend. Don't, I'm not coming to anybody. So I would love if like, you guys should be not you guys, sorry, but an idea would be to, um, like check me out. So check out my profile, check out, uh, my business page, learn what I do. Hopefully I put it in the job op, but tons of people don't be job op. So, um, learn what I do and who I serve. And then, so connect with me. If you talk to me about coffee, I'm there for it. I can talk to you about coffee all day long. (laughs) Uh, I don't know about kids. Like, who are you? Yes. So like, um, you could post honestly, like, Hey, I love your whatever, like flattery helps or whatever. Um, also if they say, do not PM me, don't PM me, like don't PM them message them private message. But if they don't say that you can either put it on the comment. So like if they accept messages, I'll do like a little blurb, like, Hey, Emily, this is so cool. Thank you so much for posting this. Uh, we have four kids in comments. Oh my God, Lord help us. I would love to connect with you. And if you'd like, I can message you or schedule a coffee chat with this link or whatever. And then if she's like, Hey, you can message me. then I would show up in her messages with a video, which I know everyone just was like, <laughs> but, and I've done like, okay, you guys, I've sent famous people some pretty ugly videos. We don't care about the videos necessarily. We care about that. You're taking that extra step. Like you're not mm-hmm. just hitting me with your contact link. You're saying, so I would show up in a video and be like, Hey, Emily, my name is Sam. I'm so excited to like get to talk to you for a second. I would just tell you a little bit about me and then why I think I would be good for you. So a tiny bit about you, like, cause I want to connect with you and make it personal, but then I would be good for you because I love helping female entrepreneurs scale their business, whatever your pitch is. Right. And I've done it in a closet. I've done it in my backyard. I, so just taking that extra step is so like appreciated and people notice it because people aren't doing it. I have to say, I used to podcast <laughs> requests for uh, Jennifer Allwood and the people who stood out were the, the a couple, a handful, a couple people, you know what I'm trying to say? They would yeah. send video pitches and I was always it's so good because it was customized. I mean, the fact that they took that time, mm-hmm. did I accept any of them? No, <laughs> Yeah, but I mean, it got my attention and mm-hmm. I think that with a job op, op like that, that would be a great way to stand out because people want to trust you if they don't know yeah. you. So. It's like video is the probably quickest way to build trust. Yeah. And at the very least, at the very least, I'm clicking on your link and I'm clicking on your website and profile. If I don't hire you for another reason, it's not because you didn't send me a video. I like at the very least, I'm like, who is this chick sending me videos? Thank you. Like, you know. (laughs) But yeah, it's just how you stand out, you know? That's great advice. I'm glad you said that. I also tell people too to if they have the time submit something, design something, stand mm-hmm. out, like take a word they said, a random quote they said in a Facebook live. Like I wrote down some things you said, I would do niches are riches and make you like a little quote block and mm-hmm. send it to you and be like, look, this proves I'm following you and I know your brand and yeah. it would get your attention. Yeah, that's huge. And I've done that for several, just it, like quotes are the easiest thing to recreate, right? So take something they've done. I also make sure that I'm following them on their social media. 
because even if they don't hire me, then I still like have this, like if there's someone I really want to work with, they're on my radar. And so I'm now following them. I've probably engaged on there. Honestly, like I'm creepy. I've submitted their job off. I probably sent them a video or freebie. That's amazing. And I followed them on their social and I'm probably already commented on their Instagram, honestly. Like, yeah, it's just being seen and being different. The freebie is huge. That name's getting noticed. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. And choose a a pretty profile photo and take the one of you and your nine cats down. Just kidding. Oh my God, please. No, but please do. Okay, I know I've kept you for an hour. I cannot thank you enough. I get asked this question all the time, and I would really love to know your thoughts. When you're applying for these type of jobs, Mm -hmm. these online kind of informal digital marketing jobs, do you submit a resume? I do not. I submitted my portfolio a lot in the beginning, and my portfolio, what does it look like? It has a pretty picture. Um, my branding, uh, and then it has a note from me to them. And then it has like examples. And so if you don't have examples, I create like when I first started, I just created them like my social media ones for for anybody. And then now it obviously has like stats and stuff. And then it has like how to contact me. Um, you could do either, I guess. But for me, I, I don't really work in like the super businessy people. Like, I could see that on LinkedIn a lot too. Or if your, if your ideal audience is like CEO, like, I don't know, accountant business people, (laughs) then for sure they would probably appreciate that depending on who you're talking to. But I do portfolios more often than not because it sort of showcases like I have my crap together, my branding, here's some stuff I've done, a little bit of everything. So is Um, your portfolio a design PDF or is it a, a link to a website with all of that? Like what does your portfolio look like? Um, in the beginning, it was just a design PDF in my Dropbox and I would send them the Dropbox link. Um, but okay. now it's both. I have a Dropbox link or drive link. What are the two? A link. And then it's on my website as a portfolio. But either one. when I first started, it was just the link to my Dropbox because it's free. That's awesome. That's yeah. I, and and I made it in Canva. So yeah. there's that. <laughs> yeah. Canva girl too. I think it's just easier and it looks, it looks great. It's, yeah. it's bigger. It goes so much quicker. So I, I teach my girls that I'm not big on resumes either. And I actually mm-hmm. am doing a blog on this soon. And I think if somebody, I think the hang up is every now and then you get that very formal online entrepreneur who wants, who asks for the resume. And I think that scares a lot of people. Yeah. And I tell them that like, you don't actually have to have a resume. Mm-hmm. So, but you do need to show up in another way. So you, yeah. It, you said it very well. I I have been super lazy in my career. I had so many referrals. I didn't need to do any of that. Mine suck right now. I think I still have graphics on my portfolio from when I first started. <laughs> but, but you haven't have needed it. You, it just yeah. takes a good client, one good client, and then you're referred out and it just snowballs. So yeah, that's okay. Yeah, and even if someone asked me for a resume, I would probably just explain to them like, hey, I don't have a resume. This is my online, re- like this is what I have. Resume, portfolio, call it what you want. Like here's my stuff, you know? And just yeah. tell them that because honestly, we think that like people hiring online are so like confident and they have their stuff together. But like more times than not, they're not. They're terrified to hire someone online, like terrified to hire someone online. Um, They are asking whatever is asked for them in real life, like in the corporate world. You know, like that's what, that's just what you do. So that's just probably what they're doing. 
And so it's also nice for you to educate and be confident in that. And like, I do not have a this, but I have this. Yeah. yeah. Here you go. They don't know either. Mm-hmm. It's all confidence. Like it's a hundred percent. I don't want to say faking it, but faking it. Like you got to just go in and be like, I know what I'm worth. I know what I can do. Here's my stuff. I don't need to show you the jobs I've had since college or high school <laughs> no, or my education because yeah. no. And there has been times where like, um, especially in the beginning, I came, I presented that way. Like, cause everyone will ask like who you were or past employer or whatever past employers. And I, there was a time where I was a part of a membership that just did like the tech side of things. And so uh, that's when I was doing all the things. And I was like, if you, um, so if you use Kajabi and I've never used it, oh, don't worry. I have a full course that I will take right now, like to use Kajabi and I will be proficient and just selling them that I'm like, I like tech and I'm good at what I can do. But if you're not, if you don't have the experiences, then you always have the resources, right? So if you were to tell me like when I first started ads, I, my first ad client, I was like, I've never ran ads, but here's the deal. I took a course from Rick Mulready, who's the lead industry. And then Brandy, who's the lead. Indi- like, I'm confident in my skills because I have the knowledge and the education, but yeah. I just don't have the experience. But sometimes like having the knowledge or the resources to get that is just as good, you know? That is spot on. And be resourceful. And they just need to know that if they give it to you, you will get it done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I- do a lot of Googling and YouTubing, but you will get it done. And your first clients, you are like, you put in so many hours like that. You don't, well, I don't know. I put in a lot of hours that I did not bill for. Cause I'm not billing you for me learning your program. Right. So like YouTube was my best friend. Google is my best friend. Like, yeah. but now if anyone needs any, whatever help I can do that, you know? And it's kind of a, a slow start. And I don't think that's why this industry is not for everyone. It's not get rich, mm-hmm. but the more knowledge you put under your belt and the more experience, the more you can charge. And next thing you know, you are an ads manager or an ads manager. Yeah. Or a strategist, or you just know so much. And then it just, this is how it happens. Yeah. Okay. And you put in the work for it. Like you have to put in the work for it. You have to, you put in what you get out, like such a cliche. That's why like, I, I totally get like coaching and I like respect that industry, but I see like people that post ads that are like, I made 24 grand this month. And so if I'm like a new girl, I'm like, yes, I want 24 grand this month. But in reality, girlfriends have been doing this for eight years. Her previous job was in marketing. You know, like we all have stories that are like, you earned that 24 grand. So us, I don't know, bootstrapping mamas, like we just get it done and we take courses and we do the things that need to get done. And then we grow from there, which is cool because honestly, like inspiration, not a brag. Like I'm set to make six figures this year and it's ridiculous. It's weird. And like, not at all to brag because I like give a lot of it away, but I, but because like I started my business where there was a definite need and whatever that need was, mine was like medical, obviously with my kid, but I put in the work to do it. And so it's been really hard and it's been a lot of work and sometimes not very often, but sometimes I'm like saying my Monday to Friday job so much easier than working really late on a Sunday night. But working when my kids are asleep is what I like. I have the flexibility to do what I want and work when I want. And, um, this business has allowed me like to give more and to make a bigger impact it paid for a random like Disneyland trip for my kids like in November. Like, so it's all the things, but like, it's definitely work, but you can make it as big as you want. Like even the mom with 35 kids over here and right there, 
can <laughs> we like you can do it you can make it work and it doesn't mean like you have to take on a full agency maybe it means you take on three clients and you serve those clients so well and that's it and then you're good like yeah. it's whatever you want it to be but you can do it you know what it looked like for me for the first um three maybe years when I first started especially when I first started working for Jennifer but I would play on Pinterest for ten dollars an hour in mm-hmm. the evenings and yeah. I was thrilled to make 200 300 a month and it was Crazy, like right perfect balance my husband was never there pregnant with number three I was using my brain it was great and I was getting paid to do yeah it's did not need a 40 hour work week. So things are different now that I've had a fourth and she's in daycare and, you know, I'm trying to scale and grow and do all this other stuff. But at the time, like, like I kept a handful of clients. I mean, I, I, like once I got more clients, I'm making more than $200, but you know, right. Yeah. It started from there and pure happiness. Yeah. And you can see it or you can stay there forever. Like you can be, you don't have to be that person that scales really hard or whatever. I, there was a certain point where I hit my business and was like, okay, I've made what we need to make. Like, do I stay here and get comfortable? And there's nothing wrong. Like at that point with getting comfortable or do I like use my imagination a little bit and grow a little bit bigger. And so like we chose the growing part, but you don't have to, like you can cover your bills and be done or cover a date night or whatever your why is like focus on it and go for it. Like you can do it. So it's cool. Okay. Thank you so much. Um, <laughs> Samantha, uh, I haven't linked it in here, but I think it's in the events. Go follow her on Facebook. Uh, go follow her on Instagram. That's where we're having real fun. And yeah. watch out for her. She's going to have a course coming out. If you guys have questions about getting started or how yeah. to it, just post them in this group or reach out to her. She is so encouraging and wants to see you succeed. And don't be scared because she did it. I did it. You can do it. You can totally do it. Literally, like if we can do it, (laughs) you can do it. Yes. 35 babies. We did it. Yeah, 35 (laughs) babies. Honestly, like if I were to submit my resume to anybody right now, they'd be like, you're crazy. Like how busy our life is. Deployed husband, home husband. I work for a nonprofit, lots of kids, church activity. Yeah, we get it. I love that you volunteer too. I could keep talking to you. I I love it. I'm the group. I really (laughs) want to numbers with you and uh because uh, I have some Facebook ads running and I'm like ner- it's like gambling I'm like, <laughs> I have one down to 70 it's addicting I ha- what I have one client's down to like 70 cents of conversion and what? I'm like I just want to brag to somebody so I'm yes, telling you I'm like, that's so amazing ah, and she doesn't I don't think she understands like how good that is right now so no. uh that is the hard part about ads is because they don't like ads get blamed for a lot of things. Like if your funnel sucks, well, your ads weren't doing that. No, my ads are great. Your funnel sucks. You know what I mean? Yeah. Anyways, we'll talk about that later. <laughs> I might have to have you in my work group. We just did a Facebook training, a conversions training mm-hmm. uh, in December. That was my monthly training. So maybe I can yeah. have you here just to chat because I know this is where a lot of people want to learn and they just need to jump in. So, okay. Thank you it. so much. Um, I can't enough and, um, everyone please thank her too and connect with her on social media. Yeah, this is fun. Thank you guys. That was fun. Bye. Bye.
All right. I hope you enjoyed that interview as much as I did. I encourage you to go check out her free daily engagement checklist in the show notes and reach out to her on social to see what she's doing. I just love her so much. And I was so lucky to meet her in person. And sometimes when you meet people in person and you're able to go to the conferences, it just helps you so much with the networking, right? It makes people online have this real face, a real family, a real story, and a real business that you can help each other out with. So go check out Samantha, and then I'll see you next week. We're going to talk about three tasks that you can start doing as a unicorn virtual assistant. I know I use the term digital media, digital marketing, online marketing, but it's really not that technical and scary, these first three tasks you could be offering as your services in your VA business. So I'll see you next week. If you're ready to learn the digital marketing and social media skills that will get you hired online, head over to vacrashcourse.com where you can learn about my five-week program, the Digital Media VA Crash Course. Small business owners and solopreneurs want to hire someone who gets it and who can help them implement just about everything. They're looking for a magical assistant who does it all. With my comprehensive training, you can get your foot in the door and become a unicorn. Check out vacrashcourse.com. And just told everyone, like, this is what I'm doing. This oh, is sorry. I didn't ask for a really long time. And even medical or church or profit. Is that me? <laughs> I'm so sorry. I accidentally clicked on that and it turned. It turned on. I just like ruined that whole sound bite. Okay. I'm sorry. I was okay. I had a comment and it just went crazy on me. Okay. Sorry. (laughs) That's okay. That's really right. Um,